Yanni Dawson refuses to be categorized, the podcast. Uh, I am entrepreneur in car doing school run via the dentist today. Oh, don't be jealous. I get to go to the dentist today and get another filling and hope it's not another root canal. One can only live and dream, guys. One can only live and dream. Um, I am feeling so fucking creatively inspired since I've gone social media sober. Oh my God, it's like rediscovering the world again. And it is a beautiful world. It is a so creative and inspiring and there's so many amazing people doing amazing things outside of social media space and I just feel so inspired and itching to create and I think I think that's um a sign that I'm eat like eating the right things like eating with my brain the right things when I when I read or look at something and I just want to create and I just think wow this world's incredible and there's people in it who are incredible and it makes me want to create more and I didn't have that same <clears throat> feeling when I look at social media content I it just didn't feel as luscious and inspiring and exciting and deeply nourishing for my mind I feel like I'm getting smarter I definitely am getting smarter because I'm reading such better quality content via blogs and newspapers and uh, magazines and really just being conscious of what I'm eating with my brain. Whoa, who would have thought? Who would have fucking thought it? Uh, What else? Oh, I was on an Ask Me Anything call this morning. I've got another one coming up on Friday if you want to jump on that and ask me any questions about life, business, marketing, any of the things, just email um, support at leonidawson.com and um, yes, we'll be sure to let you know when the call is on. It's at 1pm on Friday, Brisbane, Australia time um, and we had one this morning as well and we can send out the recording from that. But some of the gorgeous humans who are hammering me with questions this morning um mentioning how glowy I was and I was like <laughs> it's the skincare routine of somebody who's not on social media and it feels so glowy and lit up and inspired uh, it makes me very happy uh, another thing I've just discovered as well I can't wait to tell you about it is there's a website and an app called tapas like you know Spanish for fuck all food like snacks um, like I want bigger servings please um, but it's this idea—it's this idea of snack-sized stories, and it's for mostly comic artists. And they can create their comics page by page, and you can uh, subscribe and watch it unfold. And um, it is so beautiful and so inspiring. And there's so many amazing stories being made on there, and. Oh my God, I stayed up way too late last night on tapas, just getting my holy fill of gorgeous uh, comics and graphic novels. And it was just brilliant, fucking brilliant. And the thing I discovered as well is that Heartstopper, which was a uh, comic book series that I became 
very into last year and was hands down one of my favorite reads of last year it actually started on tapas and you can read it page by page as she creates it on tapas and there's a millions of subscribers of uh, alice osman on um, tapas so if you're somebody like me who's very visually inspired uh, that's a very cool place to go a very cool place to go i just started reading a comic this morning which made me laugh um, it's one of their most popular free comics on there and it was called something boyfriends not awkward boyfriends but oh, just you know that kind of droll personality but it starts with a and i can't remember what it is anyway it's like number three of their top free comics on there anyway something boyfriends and it was fucking adorable about two best friends um who are falling in love with each other but in a very droll and awkward kind of way and it was amazing <laughs> i can't wait to read the rest of it <laughs> sign me up there goes the rest of my life because i'll just be very happily on tapas <laughs> Um, reading all the cool stuff on there and guess what it's time that I like I feel like I'm actively looking for really good shit now um, because I don't I haven't wasted my time I'm not wasting my time on social media anymore my screen time's definitely down I'm reading way more than ever but when I am reading screens like I'm reading blogs or newly discovered tapas and um, just reading good shit and it is really inspiring me and I think it makes me a more interesting wife as well because now I have things to talk about have you ever felt like when you know you're on social media and you scroll for fucking a couple of hours and you don't even know what you've just seen and somebody's like oh what did you just see and you're like I, I don't know I got no conversational starter points <laughs> um but this like doing it this way and feeding myself better brain nutrition um i have interesting things to talk about so whenever me and my husband get time to just sit and talk with each other i'm like oh i wanted to tell you about this thing i've discovered and this thing i read and um how did you know that dot 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 and he's like wow that's amazing and it's ended up having some really great discussion pieces uh similarly i read I think it was in digital minimalism or how to break up with your phone uh, about research that says um, when we read news online or when we read you know most content online we're actually not taking as much information in because there's so much distractions that are pulling our attention away in the form of ads and links and uh, non-related imagery and all that kind of stuff whereas if you're reading a newspaper then your brain is it doesn't have to work so hard against not getting distracted by the very distracting things it can just read the content um, and so I think Cal Newport was talking about how he doesn't surf the web for his news he listens to NPR National Public Radio and he also um, subscribes to a once a week newspaper and finds that that gives him a better and more comprehensive understanding of uh, the news what's happening in the world and how he can play a part of it 
um, without it consuming all his day. And so he was giving examples of a few different people about how they choose to um, consume information. And he talked about one guy who thought he needed to use Twitter as a way to stay up to date on the news uh, and discovered, you know, something that took him 10 hours a week, he could very readily replace with you know, one hour a week of reading a newspaper and feel better informed. And the thing about newspapers as well uh, is that you are paying for a more comprehensive and considered response to the news, really. Well, it depends on what kind of news you're reading. Um, But, you know, a lot of the shit that you can read online, like especially foxnews.com.au and it's clickbaits, um, it's just what bullshit is going to draw the most amount of attention um, and the clicks and all that kind of rubbish whereas uh, the idea of a newspaper is to provide a much more comprehensive point of view and I discovered as well like especially over the last year or so I'd really got into the habit of felt like I had to stay on top of all the news constantly uh, via websites and Twitter and Instagram stories and all that kind of stuff and it left me feeling ragey and um, very demotivated about the world and in quite a glum state about the state of the world and being more informed did not necessarily like in those ways did not necessarily push me to make any great changes that would actually help the situation. I was just continuing to eat the outrage. Whereas I find now that I'm consciously swapping back to newspapers and to more considered and thoughtful responses to what's happening uh, and more comprehensive where it encapsulates history and, you know, have we also thought about this and blah, 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 the intersections of where things meet up, uh, I feel like I'm less less um just fucking pissed off and more like right okay so this is the way it is and my brain starts thinking about ways that i can be of greater support in the world instead of just living in this space of just constant fucking pissed offness if that makes sense um so it's much better for me mentally and i think it's going to end up much better for me in terms of what I, it's better for the world because me just inhaling this fire hose of information and outrage was, wasn't was uh, educating me in a way that would enable me to make better choices and better changes in my life. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking of. I think there's been some, like, amazing and important things um, that have come about, of course, on on Twitter, Instagram, and all that kind of stuff. Like, I think the Black Lives Matter movement uh, was really able to do a huge amount of education to places to, to people who may not have uh, understood as much about it before. Um, but for me personally, I still prefer to be learning through more um, larger pieces of writing Um, so I prefer to like okay great that's an awakening moment but now 
let's read some books about anti-racism, you know, let's actually adopt some principles in our life um, on anti-racism. So that's kind of where I'm ending up with. So I'm going to go back to reading newspapers and and, um, I was subscribed for years. Oh, I want to share this with you. Uh, I was subscribed for years. For 20 years, I've read the Weekend Australian newspaper. And I didn't know for that whole time that it was owned by Murdoch. Um, And for me personally, it was... Um, I really, really love uh, the Weekend Australian magazine specifically. Um, And some of my favourite article, like my favourite journalists are in there. So Philip Adams, Trent Dalton, Ruth Ostro and Nikki Jamel, uh, they have all written for the Weekend Australian for years. And they're all what I would consider quite left-leaning um and so when I realized that it was a (laughs) a right-wing you know owned by Murdoch who's right-wing I was like fuck like how do I reconcile the fact that my very favorite uh newspaper is owned by Murdoch uh and so I've really been uh trying to moodle that through and wonder what it is um, I should be doing because here in Australia, at least, the Weekend Australian is the only um, it's it's the only national paper on weekends. Uh, we've got the Sydney Morning Herald and the Age, um, but those are you know that's the Melbourne Age. So those are kind of like city-related papers, um, and. I, like, I was also thinking about the fact that oh, I don't like giving my money to supporting Murdoch. However, I didn't realise for 20 years that it was a, that it's owned by, you know, a right-wing person. And obviously you're publishing stuff that is not just right-wing. And 20 years of me reading that paper has not resulted in me becoming right-wing. It's just resulted in me becoming more left-wing. So, um, and again, it's not really a right-wing paper. It's owned by someone who is right-wing. And I'm sure there is um, some kind of journalistic slant. Though Philip Adams has talked about the fact that he's, you know, he's worked for years and years Um, as a massive lefty and hasn't really had to censor himself at all. Um, I think the only times that I've seen where it does have an influence, where it's kind of got a right-wing influence, is is that sometimes they have kind of personality-based fluff pieces about politicians and I can think about maybe two pieces in the last 20 years just about somebody like somebody in the Liberal Party who is you know a, a, what a family man he is or some shit like that and I usually just kind of read it out of interest because I like to hear people's stories um, doesn't mean I'm ever going to fucking vote for them <laughs> um, but um, yeah it's I don't, I don't even know what I'm trying to say, except that 
it's really made me wonder like should I be reading this or not and I think where I've gotten to the fact is is yeah I'm going to read this um, because I personally find it very very useful to um, to have a weekly newspaper that I can read on weekends Um, and it's something that definitely helps me learn a lot more about the world and gives me access to journalists that I think are top-notch and phenomenal Um, and um, and also make sure I'm extending you know like supporting other uh, more left-wing papers where there are so there's something called the Saturday paper which but it's only about 30 pages long um it's quite quite a small unit uh and it is Melbourne focused uh Sydney Morning Herald is still a bit more independent I mean at least it's not owned by Murdoch um but yeah I'm just whatever it is wherever I end up I'm just going to consume more information via um via newspaper than than not um and make sure that i'm consuming good information and good content um yeah that's where i'm at with that really um please don't yell at me for reading a murdoch paper it's fucking the weekend australian it's been something i've been reading since i was 16 and clearly i'm a massive fucking lefty um (laughs) fucking clearly so um i'm just moodling through and i totally support kevin rudd's um efforts to um me you know to try and stop murdoch from having such a stronghold over the australian media market because he owns you know more than 70 percent of um media in australia and and then i thought as well well, if I am going to be reading that paper, then I need to be writing in and asking for um, more articles on climate change um, because that's what we need to see. That's what we need to see, bitches! Right, um, I am going to the dentist now. I hope this is... I hope you've enjoyed this cup of tea with Leonie as she talks shit and or pours out everything in her head. Um, I've got so many things to write to you make sure you're at go to leonidawson.com forward slash daily so you can get my daily shit i'm creating so much cool stuff guys so much cool shit um i want you there i want to be able to send you love letters i want to deepen this i want to make this even groovier and bigger and deeper than um than before all right let's do this okay bye